0: Hey, welcome back to the South End Zone. Episode two of this week, man. Finally, we're doing two shows a week. Eric, been uh, about twenty-three hours since we chatted. What's been going on?
1: Uh, same old, same old. Not much has changed since last night, believe it or not. But I do, uh, I do like this format instead of trying to cram a whole lot into one show and then, you know, feeling like you're you're talking forever and, and not getting through it. So we'll try this out. We'll see how it works. I'm optimistic.
0: Well, I don't know that nothing has changed. Some things may be changing in the it's state true. of South Carolina. One thing
1: changed, I guess, <laughs> since we talked last. Uh, our our records for week one picks took a tumble, Indi- both of us.
0: Ind- indeed, we were both. What,
1: a, what an egg.
0: Man. That. Okay, so for those of you who might have missed it, um, Clemson. Was a 12 and a half point favorite last night on the road at Duke, and they got smoked by three touchdowns. And Eric, this is a curious one because they were Duke was outgained or outdone in basically every football stat you could imagine, except, except for, for the, the turnover yeah. department. Yeah. Clemson had three turnovers, Duke had two themselves, mm-hmm. but It did not matter. Clemson only musters seven points. They lose 28-7. to And I'm not entirely certain that Clemson could have played a worse game offensively.
1: Well. uh, Considering uh,
0: the stats that they had.
1: Yeah. I I don't think they could have possibly gotten a worse result given how they played (laughs) offensively. Like, they didn't for the most part. It's... Seventy percent of the game, their offense was fine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe even eighty percent. But inside the ten yard line, it was just mistake after mistake. You you get a field goal that was either missed or tipped or whatever that situation was, and then you fumble twice inside the ten. Um, I mean, you're just giving away points, and it's uncharacteristic. It certainly doesn't mean you know Clemson's going zero twelve, but. It was it was just confusing. I was like, I don't know how they can keep making the same type of mistakes repeatedly. It was just bad all around.
0: Yeah, I I mean I I don't know what to think about Clemson. Like if they've sort of lost who they are, I, I feel like it's it's more like a. You remember what I described last year? How Alabama had kind of lost its identity as a like power running team play tough defense and they were throwing it 50 times a game. And I think Saban realized it too. And finally was like, fuck this. We're going back to power football and doing what mm-hmm. we're doing. I think Clemson's in the midst of an identity crisis. Their offense to me has no identity. Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to be a power run team with Maffa and Shipley I think that's what you should be because their receivers are average Joe.
1: Yeah, that's the thing we t- we talked about um, in the group chat last night that kind of jumped out at me was, you know, I'm used to Clemson just running out creature after creature after creature at wide receiver, right? Guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, T. Higgins, and...
0: Justin uh, Ross, Mike Justin Williams. Ross,
1: even, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, the list goes like on, the, on The
1: Williams kid, I, I think he's a good player, but he's not like those guys. Uh, no. you know. And th- I think that's been maybe part of the problem the last couple of years when the offense struggled because, yeah, DJ Uyunglele did not play well, but there were definitely games, um, especially in 2021 when he really struggled, where even when he was on target, God, you know, they had a lot of drops. He didn't get much home. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so I don't know if they, they got some work to do as far as you know looking in the mirror and trying to figure out what do we want to be other than just you know winning football team uh, everyone wants to be that but how do we want to go about it what are our strengths that we can play to um i would like to see them run the ball more but that's
0: just well me. I th- i'll tell you what i would like to see i would like to see them get into the same zip code as a quarterback because they did not get anywhere near riley leonard all night his jersey was squeaky clean when he came off the field no sacks for clemson Mm -hmm. where's the just freak show assembly line of freakish defensive linemen that have come through there one year after the next to where they send two to the draft every year and two more replace them (laughs) you know where were those guys
1: same place as receivers i guess
0: yeah I, i mean i don't know if it's just a they're not taking enough transfers or if they're not recruiting as well, or if they're just recruiting well and missing on guys, I, I don't know. I think it's I think all, it's all those a-
1: things. I mean, they're yeah. not taking any transfers. It's like a point of pride with them. And I think, yeah, uh, you know, people can go back and forth on the value of, you know, what, what is the right mix, right. Of high school players or transfers. And I'm sure there's a, a balance and each team is different, but, the, the thing with relying solely on high school recruiting is if you, you miss on the kid, you're, you wasted two years and yeah. you, if you're, if you're adamant that you're not going to take transfers or you're not going to seek help out in the portal, you're going to do it from within, you know, that might be a problem area for more than one off season. Um, right
0: Well, so. what, and something else, what was your take on club? Ne- being the dude, like he, he didn't look very impressive to me, man. He he was missing some throws. He made some good throws here and there, but he also missed badly on some. And he I'm did like,
1: mixed mixed bag, like you would kind of expect for a guy making his second career start. I mean, it, it wasn't terrible. Uh, you know, I think he'll get better. I think he's a talented guy. He just needs to, you know. I, I think he, he just forced, needs
0: more snaps. I mean, what?
1: a little bit. I mean, I think he forced some stuff. I think he maybe got confused on a couple of coverages. Uh, I think,
0: he I mean, but, but it's, but it's Duke though. Like what, we're not going to sit here and talk about like this, like this was fucking Ohio state that they were playing. It was Duke. Like mm-hmm. Duke has almost no talent compared to a team like Clemson. Right. They don't recruit anywhere in the same universe as Clemson does. Clemson's well, ordinarily, but look
1: at it, ordinarily, I, I would agree. But you know, look at Clemson's skill position. Are, are their receivers that great? Where you are like, oh God, Duke couldn't possibly compete with these guys. No, they're really not. Um, yeah. Well, how many four Clemson's how many, tight end? I have no idea.
0: <laughs> how many four-star defensive or offensive linemen are on Duke's roster? I would guess none. And on Clemson, okay. it's like minimal four-star at every position. Right. And so I take I a think, look at that. I think I'm like, Duke
1: has two four-stars, period, like wherever <laughs> yeah. those guys play.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Clemson has five stars, and they're too deep. You know, th- that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think it's just a, a larger problem than just X's and O's or Jimmy's and Joe's. I think it's some kind of identity shit. And the offense, Garrett Riley didn't really show me anything different than what I saw last year. All I saw was the same kind of ho-hum, what-is-our-identity offense. I don't know. It was weird.
1: Yeah, I guess it looked more similar than I would have expected. hmm
0: Yeah. I would agree. And Clemson's going to have to get some shit figured out because they got Florida State coming in a couple of weeks. And uh, they play like they did last night. They're going to get their asses handed to them. Yeah. <laughs> but – Hey, all right. So that covers everything for an insane week one. And we're about to jump into week two. Got some, uh, some pretty big games and some pretty big stinkers this week. So yeah. you are, uh, we're going to go opposite since you're okay. uh, w- one, one and three, you're going to go on the T box first.
1: Oh, thank and- you for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man, I went three and four. am in the losing column yeah, as well. So it's all right, man. I, I take more risks than you, but uh I'm gonna take a few this week too. And uh for the listeners, by the way, just an FYI. Eric and I fucking hate these types of weeks where count them 20 0 road teams oh, are our yeah. favorites. Uh, we do not like these weeks where every favorite is a road team it's like oh god i I can't stress to you enough how bad i hate it so knowing all that give me your first pick what do you got um
1: i have uh, i'll i won't start with my favorite pick i'll leave that one for you because i suspect it's on your list as well uh my first pick i will take oregon minus six and a half at texas tech Mm. I think uh, I think people are underrating Oregon a little bit. I think they're going to be a really good team. I, you know, I don't take anything away from their week one win over. Uh, I don't even know what FCS school they played. And then they dropped eighty Port- on them, Portland, Portland State, State. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and Texas Tech. Yeah, they lost to Wyoming. Okay, this is not really a reaction to that. I just think Oregon's better. Yeah, and I think they can slow Texas Tech down at least a little bit. The Red Raiders play no defense. <laughs> um, so.
0: Talk about this for just a second longer. Give me just a second. I got to turn this damn thing off. Hang on.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, you, you bailed, right? Uh, kind of as mm-hmm. I was finished. I don't know. I have much to add other than I think Oregon's the better team and it opened at seven and a half. I liked it, but getting down below an even seven, I really, really like. So, mm-hmm. uh, Oregon minus six and a half, I think is. I'm hoping it's a winner. Get me back on the the positive side.
0: Mm. Well, I'm going to join you on the pick. I am going to take them as well. I don't want to read too much into the fact that they dropped eighty on Portland State, and I also don't want to read too much into the fact that Texas Tech lost on the road at Wyoming. But that being said. Hopefully, the same version of Bo Nix shows up in in uh, Texas this week and takes it to the Red Raiders. I think I might have overestimated them a little bit. and I don't think I overestimated Oregon. I mean, I picked them to have a really good year. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. But I'll join you on it and see what happens. Now, for my first pick, hey. I don't love this pick, to be clear, but I'm going to go ahead and take it. I'm going to take Notre Dame minus the seven on the road at NC State here. NC State, I typically have not done good in the past betting against them, but I don't know, man. I just, after the first couple of weeks, I feel like Notre Dame is just kind of on a mission. I feel like they're pissed off. They've got playing with a chip after that shit season they had a year ago where they lost to Stanford and Marshall And I just don't feel great about NC State having enough offense to hang with these dudes. And I think Notre Dame, I mean, we know they have a a damn good defense. So I'm going to, you know, it opened at six and a half. If you can still find some six and a halves out there, good luck. It's most of them are seven or seven and a half, but I'm going to go ahead and take Notre Dame at minus seven on the road to get a win over NC
1: State. Hmm. Uh, my next one, I think I'll go Texas A&M minus four and a half at Miami.
0: Oh, oh no. You're on the Petrino uh, train already? They One game?
1: They look like they have a functional offense. And when you play no. defense like Texas A&M does, you don't need to be great. You just you need to be functional. And they weren't last year. Um, so, an interesting matchup of two teams who disappointed supremely last season. Mm -hmm. Uh, performed well below expectations and both finished five and seven. And I think four and a half is a, I think it's a little light. So I'll, uh, I'll lay four and a half with Texas A&M.
0: I don't hate the pick. I'm not ready to just uh, go ahead and pick Texas A&M and say, yep, yep. Their offense is fixed after one week. I would like to see it against Miami before I'd be willing to lay any kind of cash on them just you know I mean face a power five opponent first and show me what it looks like and then I can I feel like I can make a better judgment on Texas AM, but I just don't put any stock in them playing whoever the hell it was that they dropped 50 points on last week some no name like, uh, F- FCS team I forget who it was
1: they play Sam Houston
0: yeah uh, maybe <laughs> I can't remember yeah,
1: I don't remember yeah,
0: so I just I gotta see it first, but I don't hate the bet. I don't I don't think Miami's offense is going to be very good. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens there, but uh, that should be an interesting game anyway. Especially if Texas a m has an offense. We'll see. Uh, another road favorite. I'm gonna go back to the well. Stunning. And, it, and it, <laughs> shut up! It's not the one you. I'm talking try. about
1: the road favorite.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's not stunning. the well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The well is not the well you think that might come later, but instead of going back to the Liberty well, I'm going to go back to the Hugh freeze well, and I'm going to take Auburn at minus six and a half on the road here against Cal. Cause I think Cal is irrelevant and I think they suck. And I think Auburn, while they're not great, I think they beat them by more than a touchdown. So give me Auburn on the road to get up <laughs> to be Cow by more than seven points.
1: God, you're like that Wolverine meme with a picture of Hugh freeze. Just, um,
0: yep. Picture of him next to my bed, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you're listening. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Whatever.
1: Speaking of Timmy, uh, I'm going to fade Virginia tech for my next pick and I'm going to take Purdue mm. plus three at, VT uh, Virginia tech. They beat old dominion last week by I think three scores. They were the beneficiaries of a number of turnovers. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't really do much defensively in, in, in terms of like getting stops. Yeah, I don't know that, you know, we've talked about it with other teams. I don't know that just winning the turnover battle three, nothing or three, one every week is sustainable. Uh, they weren't great on offense on a per play basis. They weren't great on defense and Purdue played okay against Fresno. Uh, they lost by four. They got stuffed on fourth and goal to one. They missed a long field goal. They they had chances to win. They didn't trail until early in the fourth quarter, so it's not like they uh, were playing catch-up the whole time. They they had chances to beat a much better team than Old Dominion. So uh, I'm going to take Purdue plus the three.
0: <clears throat>
1: Purdue
0: plus three. I can't believe that Virginia Tech's favored over them. Man.
1: Yeah, that it actually—that's it, kind of part of it. Was I thought about taking the money line bet because I—I do sort of feel like the wrong team is favored. Yeah. But, um, it's plus one eighteen, so I think I'll just at, at minus one ten. I'll just take the three point cushion. Yeah,
0: that's probably what I would do as well. That's if you—if it's one and a half or something, maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I would agree. You're probably better off. And I mean, it opened at three and a half, and it's come down to three. Mm-hmm. So you know, the consensus would be along with you there. I just, (laughs) I don't have any faith in Virginia tech's offense, you know, I mean, they, it was okay.
1: They gave up up 200 yards on the ground to old dominion, who is not a good football team.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of that's in garbage time, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's just too, I, I, I wouldn't bet on Virginia tech for anything. Sorry Timmy, but, uh, not happening, (laughs) but, um, Oh man, I tell you, and I'm I'm not gonna take this, but I almost did. I almost took the over on Colorado and Nebraska at 59 and a half because <laughs> I don't think either one of them is gonna play any defense in that game. But Colorado, too iffy, still not ready to touch that yet. Um. So another, you know, well that I'm gonna go back to is not really one that I have a ton of confidence in. But I'm just going to take it off of principle. I'm going to take Iowa and Iowa State under 36 and a half because n- neither team plays any offense. And they, at least Iowa, has a good defense. So as long as Iowa State can avoid throwing two pick sixes, I'll take the under 36 and a half and just roll with it.
1: Yeah, I was tempted to throw that on the list when uh, when I looked yesterday when lines came out and it, it opened at 38 and a half when I saw mm-hmm. it and I was like, mm, that's not bad. It, it dropped a little bit and I just wasn't comfortable, you know, cause Iowa, you know, they're just as likely to get some fluky special teams or defensive score and oh, yeah. throw all that off. Um, this game I mean, ordinarily what? does go under, but 36 and a half is pretty low.
0: It is 20 to 17. Is, at your toast. So,
1: right. And, and, Again, a 13 to 7 game with these two is absolutely in play. I think it's two really good defenses, two really questionable offenses. Um, yeah. But let's no, to put
0: it lightly. Let's to put I, it lightly.
1: I don't hate it. I just didn't like it enough to take it myself.
0: Yeah. Well, like I say, I don't have a ton of conviction with it. It's more I'm just taking it based on statistical analysis of years and years of it going under. Yeah. I don't think yep. it's a bad bet. I mean, how many times has it gone over 36 and a half in the last five seasons <laughs> like that? It's honestly bad. Maybe,
1: maybe twice.
0: Uh, Yeah, 10 to 7. Two years ago, it was 27-17, so that would have been an over. Three years ago, would have been under. Four years ago, it would have been under. And then from 17 on, it went over. But the last five seasons, it's been over 36 and a half one time.
1: So hmm. the last five seasons, ever since Brian Ferriss took over. It's Weird. Um, yeah, Hi, how crazy works. how that works. Um, <laughs> so that's a pretty good well to go back to. I'll go back to one of your other wells. Uh I love Liberty minus 10 you, and a half. You son of a bitch. Against you're still taking them, anyways. I don't know why you're mad. Uh they're <laughs> I, I'm gonna the, take them. They're one of the few home favorites. Uh they got New Mexico State. Oh, yeah. Mexico State just finished off giving up, I think, 24 or 28 fourth quarter points to UMass in week zero. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. They're dead to me. They're about to get it. (laughs) They screwed me. They screwed me in week zero.
1: I liked it at 13 and a half, and it's come down. So I like it even more. So, yeah, give me liberty or give me death, as they say.
0: Yes, I love that. I will jump on that with you as well. I don't know what to think about this one and I don't, I don't know what, I I almost like don't want to do it, but at the same time, I feel like it's not a bad bet. Would I be absolutely crazy to take Kansas minus the three here?
1: Boy, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) That one was 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 a
0: long pause, man.
1: Right. And it was, it was just as long a pause when I was looking at the lines, trying to figure out if I wanted what I thought about it and if I wanted to take it. And I eventually settled on, you know, I feel like this game is going to go one of two ways. Uh, either Illinois just grinds it all to a screeching halt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they win a 10-9 slug fat or they, they just, they struggle to stop Kansas and it becomes a shootout. I, I don't, I just See, didn't that's- like it. I stayed away.
0: See, that's my thing. Like, I, I don't know what would be – if I if you forced me to make a pick on this game, would you take Kansas at minus three? Would you take Illinois plus the three? Or would you take under or over 56-and-a-half? I would lean to just take the under 56-and-a-half because I think Illinois' defense is good enough to slow Kansas down at least a little bit. But Yeah,
1: and their offense is not good enough for it to really match. Or matter, yeah. That, you know, Kansas yeah. is bad. I would probably just take the under and leave the the spread alone. But I don't, I don't know that I like any options. Mm. There.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to put that one in the honorable mentions category, kind of like Tennessee last week. You know, something I like. Give me just put put Kansas minus the three in the honorable mentions. But okay. uh, I will pivot, and obviously, we know I'm on the Liberty minus ten and a half with you, but. I almost never do it, and you know that, but I'm going to bet on Bama here. Mm. I don't – this is one I also don't have a ton of conviction with, but I I think Texas is going to have a hard time running the ball. You know, they had Bijan Robinson last year, and Quinn Ewers was throwing it all over them. I think this is a different Alabama defense than we saw a year ago. I think they're going to be able to get it after the quarterback a little bit more. I think the offense is, you know, going to be able to control the tempo of the game a little bit more. I just, I, I don't have, like I say, a ton of conviction at seven points. If it was a six and a half, I'd be all over it. But at seven, I will just take it and say they win by ten. You know, give me ten points. I, I think that's a fair assessment. If it were a neutral side, I wouldn't touch it. If it were on the road, I wouldn't touch it. But given that it's at home, I'll just take Bama at a touchdown and call it a day.
1: Mm. How do you feel about that secondary against Quinn Ewers and the receivers?
0: I think the Alabama secondary is going to be one of the strengths of the team this year. Mm. I think Kool-Aid McKinstry is – what he is he's an all-american right. and he's amazing and he's uh showed showed a little bit of uh you know flashes in the return game uh in week one and that that's something we haven't really seen much of so that's a little bit of a difference maker if you know you would think texas would be a little bit better at covering kicks than middle tennessee state but that's another factor and uh, a couple of the new guys in the secondary really flashed uh jalen key looked really good And uh, Caleb Downs was freshman of the week for the team. I mean, they just, I think their secondary is, I, I don't think this is an over prediction or over reaction. I think they have a top three defense in the country. Just based on talent and ability, I think it's going to be much, much better than it was last year. Now, that's not an indictment on Quinn Ewers. I think he's amazing. I told you before the season, he's like my Heisman dude. I think he's going to have a great year. But without B. John Robinson as a safety blanket, I just wonder how effective they're going to be running the football against Bama. And if they can't run the ball, I have serious doubts that they will be able to uh, keep it within a touchdown. And Mm. I think Alabama, you know, Milrow, I don't know what he's going to look like in in a game like this, but I just, I don't know. I feel pretty good about it, just based on what I saw from both teams. Texas stumbled a little bit coming out of the gate against Rice. Bama looked really, really good. I just, I think that Bama's on a mission, man. That's just my two cents, and that's not with the homer glasses on. You know, I've bet against Bama on the show before, so and one, no, yeah, and and hit so you know i'm the true degenerate where i bet against my own team for for money purposes so it's not you know i wouldn't make the bet if i didn't think it was a winning one
1: mm. uh i'm not sure if this is a winning one and i don't have a ton of conviction in this uh you know if i if i was adhering to a strict process it was, this would be like a half unit
0: mm-hmm. bet
1: this is it's that type of bet but um I think there's a little bit of overreaction to what happened on Saturday. Actually, I think there's a lot of overreaction. Um, oh yeah, to what happened you, on Saturday.
0: Are you going to take Nebraska?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Nebraska plus the two and a half.
0: Yes, um,
1: yes. This line oh, makes
0: me makes me so happy.
1: When when Colorado and TCU kicked off, um, this line was Nebraska minus eight and a half. And I get mm. that there should be some adjustment based on what Colorado showed because I think they showed a lot of people that they're better than most of us gave them credit for myself included. I don't know that they were 10 points against Nebraska better than anyone expected. Uh, you know Nebraska they moved the ball okay against Minnesota and had some had some mistakes down close. they threw a pick in the end zone to end the first half. they uh, they had a fumble towards the end. Kind of the same mistakes the TCU made uh against Colorado. And I just I I think they can at least clean that up enough to where they can keep it close. And I'm you know, betting on Nebraska to lose a close game in heartbreaking fashion is never uh, (laughs) never a bad plan. So I'll I'll take the two and a half. Um plus you can get it at even money and and not minus one ten or minus one oh five so
0: that's true it's not a bad deal
1: but I, again this would be a, a so i will sprinkle a little bit of action on this one right this wouldn't be a full-on like here's my car note or, or you know my car title yeah. or whatever yeah, um,
0: not throwing 300 bucks on this one we're throwing 25
1: right this would be a 20 or 25 just to see hey you know because i can turn it into 20 and not you know, yeah. know, who knows? I, I think there's a little bit of overreaction to Colorado and even Nebraska to, to a certain extent, they moved the ball against a pretty good defense. Um,
0: I yeah, think you know, Minnesota has a good defense. We we've talked about that. They were elite last year on defense. Yeah. I mean, statistically speaking, part of that is the conference they play in, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that's that it does, that, yeah. the stats you are what they are.
1: You know who I don't think is elite on defense? Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. They um, don't
0: play any defense whatsoever. Right.
1: So I I think you might see I think Nebraska might be the team who surprises people this week. Uh if, if mm-hmm. they are going in thinking, oh yeah, Colorado's gonna win this. I think there's a chance. Um and if not, I I have a little bit of cushion there.
0: Man. And it, it's nothing against Colorado fans or Dion or any of that, but just I'm just so sick of hearing about him. I'm so yeah. sick of it. I, I wish somebody would just beat the shit out of them one time so everybody realizes, oh, my God, they're human, and they are still they still have a long way to go, which, fine, great. I mean, we all know that. Those of us who watch the sport and understand it know that they're not where they want to be, and I wish somebody would just kick the shit out of them one time so we could be done with the the whole, <laughs> you know, the love affair. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it. Yesterday, they played yeah. well. They deserved the win. They were the better team. They made the plays they needed to make, avoided the mistakes they needed to avoid. Uh, they won, and they should have won. That doesn't make them juggernauts quite yet. Uh, so yeah. we'll see how it goes. But um, I don't think I bet on Nebraska last year. So this will be the first time in a while. So don't break my heart, Matt Rule. <laughs> uh, oh, you any more? Oh,
0: Uh, there was a couple that I had debated on taking, but I I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I'm just okay.
1: Cause I got one more if you're through.
0: Okay. The only other one, I'll tell you what I was considering. The only other one I was considering here was taking Wisconsin on the road at six and a half, but I, I kind of, I'm a little leery of taking that because Washington state, a lot of people expected them to be shit. And Cam Ward came out and threw it all over the damn field and looked fantastic. So that's one that I kind of want to wait and see, you know, if it keeps mm-hmm. dropping. Like it it opened at four and a half and now it's up to six and a half. So a lot of people have faith in Wisconsin. I did two at four and a half, but it's kind of it's up at towards a touchdown now. I just I don't know, man. I it's still somewhat attractive under a touchdown, but I just I gotta see it first.
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't touch that one either. Um, and against my better judgment, what I am gonna touch for my last pick is a game that is sure to be completely reasonable and sane and not have any sort of crazy shit happen. Um, oh boy, and I'm probably gonna regret this, but <laughs> Gus Smalls on the blue turf, what could go wrong? <laughs>
0: And that's where you are going with it. I was um, like, "Oh no, he's going to bet on UCF.
1: <laughs> you're going to no, try to." I'm actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take uh, Boise State on the money line. Uh oh. so they're, they're at plus one thirty four. So, uh, you know, they're at home. They they got carved up a little bit against Washington. Uh, Newsflash: UCF does not have those kind of dudes at receiver uh, like Washington mm. does. I think Washington was just a terrible matchup for them. Uh, UCF runs an offense that I think. It, Boise is maybe a little more well suited to stop and and contain a little more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they don't have a Michael Penix because no one else really has a Michael Penix. Um, you know, and that's not to say John Reese Plumley is not a good quarterback. He's just much much different. And I think they'll have an easier time with him. And you know, they're they're at home. They're typically pretty good at home. Um,
0: I don't so, know, man. Plus one thirty four. Yeah, plus 134. That's just not enough value for me. Like, I would be more up uh, to just – if I was going to bet on Boise State, I would just take the just points. Just take those
1: points. And,
0: yeah, and say, if you're going to give me more than a field goal, I would just take that. But, to be honest, I'm not sure Boise State can beat them. So, hmm. I, I, I don't know that I would – if I felt good about Boise State, which I don't, I would take the points. But uh, – I think this will be a close game. I really do. (laughs) But like you say, could be one of those games where a bunch of crazy shit happens. I mean, it's Gus Malzahn who knows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think any, any list of teams most likely to be involved in some, you know, wild back and forth. What the hell just happened type game. Uh, any team coached by Gus Malzahn and Hugh freeze are on that list. Hmm. Uh, LSU would be on that list uh, yeah
0: oh yeah Auburn LSU Auburn I mean mm-hmm. Auburn there's always Auburn Jesus is is real yeah so,
1: you know so it's take a shot at it we'll see plus 134 book it
0: all right so we talked about this one this is the last one I really want to talk about because it's the only other relevant matchup that I really care about talking about talked a little bit about it offline before the podcast. Old Miss and Tulane. What are your thoughts here? Give it to me. Because Old Miss is laying seven on the road here. And the total is sixty-four and a half. Michael Pratt, Jackson Dart, there's gonna be points flying all over the field. Yeah.
1: I thought I, about the I thought about the over.
0: Well, it started uh-huh. out at 59 and a half and it's up to 64 and a half. So a lot of people jumped on that over when it opened. I <sighs> You I mean, it I mean. opened at Old Miss minus three and a half, and it's all the way up to seven. Right. So a lot of people it, betting on Old Miss and the over.
1: Well, 35-28 gets it done, right? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I guess it was 60. That's 63. You said it's, what, 64 and a half?
0: 64 and a half, yeah. So yeah. you need 38-28,
1: yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's very similar to me. Uh just I guess kind of from my perspective, I look at that sort of like I do Alabama Texas where I don't I don't know that I have strong feelings, but I am looking forward to just sitting back and watching the game. I think it should be a good game. I think Tulane Indeed. is still even after the year they had last year probably uh, I mean, shit. I picked them. I picked against them last week because I thought, well, they might take a step back. They lost all these receivers. They lost Tyje Spears. Yeah, the quarterback's great, but who's he gonna throw it to? Uh, turns out, he's gonna throw it to whoever the hell he feels like. Um, <laughs> they're they're pretty good. So it'll be an interesting game, and I think probably not enough people are gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, Maybe. probably not. Mm, well. Yeah, that's all the picks I've got for the week. Do you got anything else? Uh, any honorable mentions you want to touch on? Baylor, Utah, any opinions there?
1: I, I thought about taking Oklahoma State at Arizona State, um, but I think
0: yeah, another another you know, road favorite. Shocker.
1: Yeah, they're they're laying three and a half, and I thought about doing that, but I just my issue with Oklahoma State is I I have questions about the quarterback position. Mm. And I think Mike Gundy does too, because he played three of them the other day. Uh, and you know, and it's not like he rotated guys in because they were up fifty-six to three. Uh, they were they're playing Central Arkansas. They they were up by two scores for most of the second half, but um, you know, they didn't like put those guys away. Uh, none of the three that played I really blew a whole lot of wind up my skirt, so I don't know. I don't you know, I almost feel better about the the true freshman starting a quarterback for Arizona State than I do when a team has three guys and it's not real clear who they're gonna go with or who they believe in.
0: Mm. Well, the last one that I looked at was USC and Stanford. Twenty nine and a half is a big number. I don't know that I have confidence in USC enough to do that. And unders on USC are also very dangerous, but can Stanford score that many points? I mean, assume that USC puts up 40 or even 50. I mean, is Stanford going to score 21 or more on them? I, I don't know. I don't know that they've got the offense to do that. Even against USC's trash ass defense. I I I
1: wouldn't touch,
0: I wouldn't touch it, but I thought it was an interesting total all the way up at 70. I just, yeah.
1: I guess they're expecting like forty-eight to twenty-one or something.
0: Yeah, type I of. mean that's that's kind of I don't know, man. I mean that's yeah, what it was sh- last type year, score,
1: right? Um,
0: yeah, that's what it was last year. It's like forty-two to twenty-one or something along those lines. But I don't know that Stanford's as good this year on offense, which is
1: not sad good to say. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, man, I don't really have anything else. Uh, you know, maybe I. Thought about taking Air Force over Sam Houston, you know, minus 14 and a half. They just grind them into dust probably, <laughs> but I, I couldn't pull the trigger on it. So that's all for me this week, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see what happens. So if that's all for you, then recap us here. What are, what are we on? Uh,
1: I'm on Oregon, minus six and a half at Texas Tech. Texas A&M, minus four and a half at Miami. Uh, Boise State, plus 134 on the money line at home versus UCF. Mm-hmm. We're both taking Liberty minus ten and a half against New Mexico State. I'm reluctantly taking Nebraska plus the points, uh, two and a half points at Colorado. And my last one is Purdue plus three at Virginia Tech. Uh you are also on Oregon minus the six and a half. You're taking Notre Dame minus seven, Auburn minus six and a half, and Alabama minus seven. Mm. And you're finishing up with what will be just a probably a terrible game to watch. Um, unless you have like unless you hate yourself. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State under 36 and a half.
0: Oh yeah, I won't be watching that. <laughs> I, I'd I'd be much more interested in watching the Notre Dame game, which I think mm-hmm. may be in the same time slot. I'm not sure. So but uh, I'm happy to be on that Notre Dame at seven. I think they pummel them but I could be wrong. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. We don't have to wait until, uh, you know, Tuesday of next week to have all the results. Thankfully. Right. They'll they'll all be done on Saturday. So, uh, until next week, you guys can find us on social media at South end zone pod. Clearly. If, uh, you're watching this on YouTube, you realize that we're on YouTube now. So our shows are live streamed to YouTube. So no more editing for me, Eric. Thank God. I'm just streaming it out there. Editing the audio a little bit and letting just
1: it fly. Let it fly. Send it. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's full send. Exactly. So, uh, at South end zone pod on social media, and you can follow me at Jason Bailey 47 on Twitter. You can follow Eric at Eric Mulhair. And we'll be back with you on Monday evening. I believe talking uh, week one or week two recaps. So until then, Catch you guys later on. Thank you very much. Have a great day.